Hey, 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 it is Coach Monique Allen, and I am back again with another podcast. How is everyone doing? I'm praying that everybody's doing all right. I'm praying that your loved ones are safe. I'm praying that you had a good week at work. I know it's Friday, so now we get to enjoy our weekends for those who have weekends off and just living our everyday life the best that we know how. I currently just had to bury my grandmother, so it's been a long week, but what gives me peace is that she knew who the Lord was, and she served the Lord with all that she knew how. She read the Bible every single day, and she did all that she could to study herself to be approved. So what a blessing it is to have someone as my grandmother is showing me the godly characteristics on how to live a godly lifestyle, and then now that she passes on, it's something to live off of. So she is resting and now our soul is resting to know that she served her purpose on the earth so without further ado (laughs) we're going to get straight into the podcast and today's podcast is going to be about how to respond in difficult situations and I feel like this is very important topic for me because I've noticed in many relationships I've seen ladies tear their husbands down Or I've seen men belittle their wives. Or I'll see certain situations where it's time to protect our spouses. They sometimes get belittled. And now it's kind of hard. And sometimes a woman will say, why is it that my husband does not trust me? Or why is it that I feel like he can call on A, B, C, D, E, F, G. But when it's time for him to open up to me, it's almost hard for him to open up to me. So the first question I need to ask you is... Are you giving him a free space? Are you not judging him with the basic conversations that he has with you that when it's time for those tough situations, you're not being a demi downer or telling him things like, oh, get over it or bae, it's not that serious because we don't realize little things that our spouses come to us, especially men. It's already hard for men to express themselves. So if they're coming with little things like, oh, at my job, this girl did this to me and I was so mad. You have to kind of dwell into those conversations as if you actually care because now that is honestly breaking barriers in your relationship and it's now drawing him to see that A, she cares and B, she's she's showing me that she's giving me positive feedback and she has my back. So then it won't be as hard for a man to come to you in tough times because if I can trust her over the little, then I know that when tough times come, my wife has my back. And for men... You know, sometimes men feel like we talk so much that when it comes down to serious situations, they may not sometimes know how to respond. But, you know, at those times, we kind of have to make sure that the line of communication is a solid, um, making sure that communication is there. And if it's not, then we have to kind of like break barriers and get to the root of what happened where you guys lack communication. So we're going to talk a little bit about that. That's just little snippets. So the first topic we want to talk about is communication. We don't realize that a lot of times we lack communication is because of our childhood. And that plays a major role. So you'll have somebody and coming. You have two people coming together and you'll have somebody over here being raised a certain way where their mother is telling them, you don't got no say-so. I'm the mother. You be quiet when I speak. You're you the child. 
So now when it's time to communicate in this adulthood, they don't know how to respond properly, so they remain silent. Then you have the one over here that says, say how you feel. Don't let nobody hold back. Don't let nobody, you know, overtake you. You speak up and you be the voice of yourself. You defend yourself. So now you have two imperfect people coming together and we're lacking communication because we were raised a certain way. So that's why sometimes if we cannot get to these underlying issues of how to communicate, you may need to seek counsel or some type of coaching, I and myself, where we can kind of break barriers down and get to the root of well, how did it start, when did it start, and then how can we now resolve the issue and how can we not put the work in so that way these relationships can remain effective. Um, communication is also an important factor because it is the main foundation of the relationship. You should be able to be comfortable to communicate everything with the person that you're with. Um, and there, there are going to be tough situations, you know. Um, one of the things that me and my husband, we do is if somebody tried to talk to us or we're out in public and some person tried to talk, we'll come home and make it a sense of humor. And that's just our way of confessing. So we don't leave no doors open, if that makes sense. So, yes, in our marriage, we have dealt with infidelity issues that now we're so protective over our marriage that we are willing to communicate at any given cause that can either possibly or somewhat have can cause some type of distraction over our marriage. So we have that open line of communication that even if, you know, somebody would have come up to him and be like, oh, you are a fine chocolate man. He'll come home like, babe, tell me why this chick came to me like, you a fine chocolate man. She had the fake booty. Like, we talk like that, but that's our way of communication because we're still millennials. You know, we're not that back in the day where if you say that, you disrespected me. If you say that, that's for me, that doesn't work for my marriage. So we talk about everything, and this is literally what helps our line of communication. So once you figure out your way of communicating you're on the right track but you always have to have communication in your relationships this could be a friendship job and it has to be a healthy line of communication you can't just be out here rolling off the tongue acting crazy and when you and then call that a form of communication because communication takes two people all right so now let's go to the next topic i don't want to hold y'all long we just go Get in, get out, but if I'm going too fast, you can always email me at newlife, sorry, at Monique Allen at newlifenewyou.org, or you can always um, go to the website at newlifenewyou.org and just book an appointment. Um, Self-control. Man, this is such a hard topic, y'all. When I say self-control is such a hard topic, it really is because we don't realize that self-control can really calm a, a tough situation or a tough environment or say for example your spouse come in they had a rough day and they just going on a tangent and yelling and then they have the nerve to take it out on you and you're like what did I just do how are you gonna come in tell me about your day and then try to take it out on me now I know we had those kind of moments in our relationships right but instead of you saying, who you think you talking to? Why are you talking to me like that? A, B, C, D, E, F, G. You know how we can go. Just remain quiet. 
and let them express themselves because obviously it's not about you and you're not making it about you. So instead of you making it about you, keep the focus on the person that's upset, which is your spouse, your partner, and allow them to just express themselves and just say, wow, it seemed like you really had a bad day. And then engage with them and say, well, then, you know, just for an example, then, you know, did you talk to your boss about this or, you know, you just dealt with it for today? Because now they're realizing that you're asking a question and it's giving them more out. So once they flush their system out and you came with a, the opposite of what they felt like, there it is. He's now confiding in you, answering your questions, not realizing that he, he's pouring himself out on you or she's pouring herself out onto you. And there's a line of communication and that gave you self-control. Does that make sense? <laughs> so by that giving you self-control, you actually had the power in this moment, even though that person came in with all that energy, you calm that thing down by letting that person express themselves, you answering and asking certain questions, and then eventually they just calm down because they had to obviously get it out of their system. So self-control, being careful with your words, your posture, and things like that. Um, let's see, what is the next one? Hearing or willing to hear and understand what the other person is saying. Yes. Um, a lot of times when we go through difficult situations and say now we're going to talk about arguments. Say you're in argument with your spouse or your boyfriend or your girlfriend. And it just gets to a point now where you're like, you don't understand what I'm saying. I just don't get it. I keep trying to tell you one thing, but you're not catching it. You're not, you're not, you're not. And now it's escalating and it's getting very high to the point where this is going to now be an unresolved issue. This is the point where you don't want to get to. So Monique, what do I do? First things first, listen to each other. Give each other room to speak without cutting each other off. And before you guys get into a line of communication, first see where your motive is. Is your motive in attack mode or is your motive in and hear? Is your motive into hearing and ready for it to receive whatever the opposite person is getting ready to say to you? So you have to check your motive before you get ready to go into a line of communication with self-control. Because sometimes when we're upset, we're like, I need to talk to you real quick. You already came off strong with that word. If somebody comes to me or comes to you right now and say, I need to talk to you right quick, the first thing that happens is your heart drop and you think of every negative thing. So now I'm walking into this with my guard up thinking that something just went wrong. So your approach has to be different. So I'm going to give you an example with me. Sometimes my husband can be the loving, loving, loving husband. But sometimes I be wanting to wring his neck, Lord. Lord knows I want to wring his neck because I just be like, Lord, how and why? Why, Lord? Why, Lord? But the Lord was showing me that whenever you're ready to speak to him, he's going to hear you. But do not go to him with all that anger and wrath on you because he's not going to hear you clearly. And I was like, dang. Dang, Lord, I've just got to say what I got to say because this is just how I feel. And he has to understand how I feel because if he don't understand how I feel, then I'm going to still be mad, Lord. Like, you don't understand. I got to say how I feel. 
but the Bible clearly says that a quiet spirit turns away wrath. And that's a reason why his word says that, because you don't understand when you go high and they go high, what result are you actually getting besides unresolved issues? And then we'll start dealing with lack of communication that we just talked about. And then that's also operating and not having self-control. You So you see how these two things come together in your relationship and it has to stand on a solid foundation in order for it to grow properly by operating and living it. And it takes two to live in these areas and to perform and to constantly work together in these areas to keep a solid foundation that you're not trying to no longer keep worrying about how you feel but that's what goes with the relationship and what will stand versus me seeing one thing that can be detrimental later on down the years if that makes sense so the lord checked me and he let me know like you're not doing this so what i would do i would wait give it some time when I find myself, sometimes I like cook dinner and then once the kids is eating and getting situated and he's eating, I'm like, hey, babe, you got to take it to talk because now my motive has changed. Now I'm willing to communicate because now instead of me being at a thousand, I now am a lot calmer. And now even if he has something to say, I willing to hear him too, not come to him with one track mind because I have to tell him how I feel rather if he likes it or not. No, this is no longer about I myself. But this is about we because we are coming together to make this foundation remain silent. So I'll come to him like, hey, babe, you know, you know, earlier you was kind of you said some things and it actually hurt my feelings. And um, I want to wait till I, you know, calm down, which is why I didn't talk about it then. But when you said these things, it was almost like, where would, where did I come from and why would you say those things? Like, do I make you feel that way? And now you're asking a question to receive a feedback and now you're getting ready to listen. And then if it's something that he'll say, yeah, because lately you've been liking and you haven't been doing this, 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 that. And then acknowledge it. You're right, babe. You know, I have been doing this, this, that. Never put his situation and then you put your situation on what he did. Let me give you an example. You don't say... Well, you wasn't doing the dishes. You ain't been because now you're combating against what he's saying. When he's, you asked him a question, now he's answering it. So if he's answering the question, that means somebody needs to listen. That's a line of communication. So when he gets done, you can be like, okay, I acknowledge that and I will do better. Now, this may sound so corny, so cliche, but when I say you're going to have a long-lasting relationship, mine is eight years in. And a lot of that stuff we went through when I was younger, not young because I'm still young, but younger, when we were talking, we don't deal with that junk no more. That's junk. That's foolishness. And we're trying to have a healthy relationship, and it takes two people. So if this is what we call bougie and I got to say what I got to say, just know that a lot of it is going to come because you're not willing to submit and have self-control and operating communication. And that ties into that. So, yeah, so, you know, you just let them know, boom, then he goes, you know, I acknowledge what you said, and I'm going to do better. Um, is there anything else that I can do better at, you know, just just lay it out the table so y'all can get better at whatever it is. 
And um, then you ask, are you willing to hear feedback about you or not right now? Because now you're willing to open up the door because he already obviously had a bad day. He don't want to hear nothing that he did bad. So you have to also know as well when there's a time and when there's a place. So if the time and the place is not ready for that, don't throw another dart if the dart is already kind of weighed down because the world is already weighing him down in this world. So you don't want him to come home to his place of peace, his his sanctuary, and you're getting ready to be a demi-downer, cussing him out, telling him about what you did all day, and just dumping more junk on him. You know, you, you want to be able to have, and, and it goes to both for you guys. It's not just for the woman. This is for the men and the woman. You have to be willing to see each other's motives when they come in the house. If I'm coming in looking sad, I expect my man to see that and don't give me nothing negative. But keep positivity around me because I'm already coming in with a negative attitude because every day is not a Sunday, right? So being mindful of each other's feelings and how they're moving around the house so it can keep the balance in the home. Um, being okay with agreeing to disagree. Like, I think a lot of relationships come with I gotta be right or she don't understand me. No, there's gonna be times where you just gotta hit it with the okay I don't understand but I mean obviously at this point we're not gonna get to an understanding so we're gonna just let this one go and literally let it go now that's certain circumstances like for example um me and my husband went obviously out of town to my grandmother's funeral and we were talking about the road it'd be the most silliest things in relationships y'all and he was the exit said exit three fifty three, get off. And I was getting ready to get off, and he was like, "No, merge left." And I was like, "But it says get off at exit fifty three. He said, "But look at the arrow. The arrow is saying to merge left." I'm like, "So miss my exit?" He was like, "Um, no, just merge left." And I'm like, "I don't understand." He said, "Didn't forget about it then?" And I was like. What do you mean? Forget about it. Is this your way of giving up and not communicating with me? And he was like, no, I'm trying to tell you and you're not listening. I said, but I just merged left and now I'm asking you with a convoy. This is literally how I said it. Yo, I didn't be loud and all right. I was like, but I'm asking you, can you explain how this happened? So I don't do this again because I seen exit 353 and it did say merge left. And that was actually the right way. So what he said was right. But even though I seen exit 353, I'm about to go right because I'm following the exit. So he didn't want to explain it. And I was like, so you're not going to explain it? He was like, I don't know how to explain it. All I did was tell you to just merge left. I was like, so what about for next time? He was like, just pay attention to the role. And I was like, is that your way of trying to be funny? And he was like, no. I was like, I feel like a lot of times when you don't want to express yourself, it takes away from my learning. And I said, I, I just seen you did something right. And I obviously didn't see what you seen. Can you just break it down? You don't have to always be so confrontational with times where I'm trying to honestly understand. You give up on me sometimes because you understand it and I don't. And he was like, well, this is what I mean, Monique. And he was like breaking it down what he's seeing, whatever, whatever. And this literally is all about the maps, y'all. But this is what relationships go through, petty stuff. Who left the sugar on the counter? Like, it'd be these petty situations that can cause a big situation. So that's like an example that happened to us recently. So once he explained himself, I still didn't get it. But I was like, you know what? It's fine. 
He was like, well, I'm sorry. I tried to explain it. I said, that you did, but I don't get it, and we're going to let it go. That's things that you let it go. Agree to disagree. So stuff like that, knowing when to just say, okay, we are not going to come to common ground with this right here, so we're just going to leave it alone just so we can keep a positive relationship. So when y'all both seek for positivity, it's almost hard to go wrong. When you are being protective of each other's feelings, wants, needs, motives at the time, emotions at the time, it's almost hard to have a messed up relationship when y'all both working hand in hand to keep a relationship. So I do not want to keep you guys long, but if you work on these keys, I promise you, you're going to have a successful relationship, you know, even getting to know each other in your relationship or your friendship. Sometimes it's okay to not have the last word, whatever that's, whatever that means, you know, some people feel like I got to say the last word. It doesn't mean anything. As long as y'all come together with common ground and y'all come to a mutual agreement most of the time and y'all not arguing or leaving no type of residue, then that's what you seek after, not the last word. That's a more of a mental pride issue, and that's some things that you may have to get to the underlying issue to break those barriers down because that can also handle your relationship as well. That causes you to be combative. Well, I have to have the last word. Well, I have to say what I have to say. That's being combative and not trying to meet your, your partner where they are. So, I have one more last thing, and I'm going to let you guys go. Um, forgiveness. Um, you have to always be reminded that you're two people coming together trying to figure this thing called life out. And you guys also may have two different backgrounds that came with two different things and ways of living. So, you're colliding these things together to try and make it work. So there may be certain differences about that person. You have to be willing to accept it. Now, when certain situations come around, as in, um, say, um, infidelity, cheating comes around. That could be man or female. You have to understand that if you're willing to forgive, and yes, this takes time, you have to be willing to not keep constantly bringing it up every time something new comes up. And I mean a, a random argument. So, like, if you say, I forgive you, you don't say now that something comes up, well, maybe if you wasn't with that person, this wouldn't have never happened. Did you forgive me? Because now you reminded me back on what I did. And that is not godly characteristics. That's not setting your relationship on a solid foundation. Now, if you're still hurt and you just need an outlet, then you, you find that time to say, hey, can we talk? I'm still having trust issues with trusting you, so I need you to bear with me. So certain things that you used to do, you may have to give me more so that we, I can kind of get ready to retrust you again. We have to kind of get back to not square one, but we have to kind of like make new areas so that way we can build that trust again. Because now you're willing to work again with each other when a tragedy has taken place. So forgiveness not taking it back and telling them what they did because they know what they did and if they're really trying to change you have to be willing to meet them where they are even though you're still dealing with the hurt the hurt is eventually going to subside once you there once you start seeing your partner doing what he need he or she needs to do then you'll start seeing the change you'll start feeling the change and your mind will start coming back to the reality of what originally started you guys are imperfect people don't expect to have a perfect marriage 
And if you're lacking in anything, get to the root of it. Talk to each other, but don't talk to each other if you if your motives are not right and ready to be received by each other or you're not ready to hear or if you're not ready to communicate. Come in with a clear mind and an open heart and your ears tuning in, ready to hear. And that's on both ends. And it's impossible for you not to have a successful relationship. So if that is you and you find yourself struggling in any of these areas, do not hesitate to go to my website and put yourself on the calendar at newlifenewyou.org. I would love to talk with you. I would love to break things down with you. And I would love to hear your story. And don't be afraid to share your story. This is your story. This is how you build character. I cannot be a life coach if I don't deal with me day by day. Right now, I was struggling with eating too much. And I'm not a big, heavy set person at all. But I like to eat. And one thing the Lord was saying to me in Ephesians is eating too much is a form of idolizing. And idolizing is a form of witchcraft. And those are things I do not operate in in Jesus' name. So you have to stop idolizing these foods because you see it or because you have a bored moment and you want to slap a ho-ho in your mouth because it was sitting right there. self control so I'm working on my um, eating habits and so far I have been doing amazing like I did have a piece of cake around my grandmother's um, repast but I didn't eat the whole cake I ate like two pieces just to, you know but I didn't eat the whole thing because I told myself I'm trying to refrain from all junk food and eat smaller portions around dinner time and it's been going really really good and mentally I see the change and physically I see the change and I have a lot more energy during the day and I'm more effective with my children as far as patience. Um, I also deal with sometimes anxiety and sometimes I realize that I can actually breathe through them now and it goes away. So eating, changing your eating habits is definitely something, but I can't talk to you guys too much on this area because this is my now moment. So as your life coach, I'm daily progressing. But trust me when I tell you in relationships, I can help you because I don't bend down these roads. And I've been married for six years, but I've been in a relationship for eight. And I done been around the road, hit my head a couple times, picked myself back up, called on Jesus. He pulled me up and then the angels pulled me up and then the Holy Spirit pulled me up. So Instead of you having to go through all these bumps and bruises, as your life coach, I'm here to help you. So if you need any kind of assistance, please do not hesitate to put yourself on a calendar. And I would love to assist you. So we want to end off with a scripture. And this is what we're going to meditate on. The scripture is Psalms 19 verses 14. And it says, may the words of my mouth. And the meditation of my heart be pleasing to you, O Lord, my strength and my redeemer. Sometimes if you are a believer of God in tough situations, you have to go back to his word and quote what the scripture says about in your situation. And not only just quote them, but believe in what you're saying, because now you're adding God to the foundation of your story. And what greater person to put in your story than God? So Use his word. That's what it's there for. Use his word as a dictionary, as whatever you need it for, and live off of it, and you'll see positive results because that's what I'm doing. 
and my marriage has been standing so far. And I don't say that boastfully, but I say it boastfully in God because it's his word that gives me life. So I'm thankful that we have his word to stand on and that we have his word that still lives for today. So trust in his word, get in his word and apply his word to your life and to your relationships. Amen. Father God, in the name of Jesus, I just want to just say thank you, Lord God, for this day. Lord God, today is the day that you had made and we rejoice and we be glad in it. We ask you, Lord God, right now, truly forgive us of our sins. Anything that was not like you, we ask that you forgive us, Lord God. We want to be more like you. We want to be, we want to smell good in your presence. And we want to have a better line of communication, Lord God, for the singles who are trying to get ready for their marriage or their, 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 their wife or their husband, Lord God. Show them the things, the errors, and the things that they still need to work on so that way they can have an effective relationship, Father God. Any traumas or past hurts that can possibly trigger things, Lord God, start showing them so that way they can be fully effective and have a positive, healthy relationship, Lord God, to the marriage who may possibly be going through difficult issues, Lord God. You said that there is nothing too hard for you. You said if we keep our eyes stayed on you, Lord God, that you would keep us in perfect peace, Lord God. So allow us to draw to you even more when our marriages become very difficult and it's to the point we don't even communicate, Lord God. Remind us about that Proverbs 31 woman, Father God. Uh, remind us, Lord God, that we have to have self-control and we have to have the proper motive before we come to a line of communication, Father God. Allow us to hear how we respond during tough situations and how to be more of a gentle spirit than a tough person trying to express themselves because of the build up, Lord God. Show them the errors of our show us the errors of our ways and show us how to be I have a Christ-like mindset, Lord God. As we continue to draw to you, Lord God, you will continue to order our steps and show us each and every way, each and every situation on how to deal with them, Lord God. We trust in you. We trust in your son. And we know that all things work together for the, those who are in Christ Jesus. So we trust in you, Lord God. We thank you for this day. And we're going to continue to push out what needs to be pushed out. We love you, Father God. And that is in Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen. I love you guys and have a good evening. Well, for me, have a good evening.